Olympics. Welcome to issue number 160 of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines, create a comic book origin story. My name is Drew Mick. I'm Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Nate, uh, could you uh, please, I asked you please to please cue something up, please, for oh, me. Could you? Uh, n- now is when you want it? Yeah, please. please. Okay. I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's right. You. I don't know why, but I'm always here for it. Well, I, I came across. Well, I have to. I have to thank Lexi for this. Literally, like, uh, thirty minutes ago, she brought this to my attention, and I was like, "Finally, an intro." Were you guys aware that there is uh, novelizations of the Austin Powers movies? <laughs> no. Um, because I just learned this, and uh, I found a cl- uh, a small. Um, snippet of it, and I could read. I could send it to you, or I could read it to you. And I'm just gonna. I, I'm just gonna read it to you because it's yeah, it. it's very funny. Um, I'm. We're gonna have to read it anyway. So here, here you go. I've gone the wrong shagging way. Austin thought to himself groovily. Oh no! It's <laughs> <laughs> omniscient. There's omniscient. Yeah, no. it's a novelization. Uh, Austin stopped the cart. And attempted to turn around. However, Doctor Evil's dastardly corridor walls were too close together to make a U-turn. Austin had to think fast. He <laughs> turned a little one way, then reversed a little, then turned, then reversed, on and on for minutes until the, cur- the until the cart he was driving was perfectly wedged perpendicularly between the unsexy walls. <laughs> yeah, baby," said nobody. Since this was not good. <laughs> Oh, oh my god so i thought i only had one but then i scrolled down and i've got oh so many more <laughs> i have one two three four four more snippets if we want to keep going or or we could take a moment and digest it a little bit i want to say from what i've heard already um uh it is uh, exactly appropriate it is exactly as good as the movies were. And I, <laughs> take that how you want to. You can see it. You can see it. Tanner, as someone who often refers to that uh, very uh, iconic scene in Austin Powers, how's how's the brain image? How's it match up? It was perfect. I'll be honest. Like the second I, I, I realized what you were describing, I was like, oh shit! And I was I was taken right there. So um, that one was in. The first movie, maybe? I don't know. Yes, that's in the first And one. I thought maybe it was only one, but they do say novelizations of the Austin Powers movies. And then I scrolled down here to the second one I found, and it's um, it's got Fat Bastard in it, of course. And he wasn't introduced until the second. So, I'm dead sexy, fast ba- Fat Bastard said while eating a gigantic chicken leg in bed. Look at my sexy body. He rubbed chicken bits into his body, a favorite hobby of his. 
Treating the chicken leg like a microphone, fast, fat bastard sang, look, I'm like a singer, sexy man, sexy man, eating like a sexy man can. The irony, of course, being that fat bastard wasn't conventionally sexy. Far from it. He was often described as being a fat bastard, hence his name, Fat Bastard. <laughs> and scene? And scene, and scene, yeah. How was that one? Um... It was good. I think I liked the first one better, though. That one's pretty good. Yeah, I think the first one is. How about? Now, yeah, yeah. Now, hold on. I do, I do feel like I should maybe step in here really quick. <clears throat> These are not from real books. That's what I was going to ask. I think they are. No, it, it, I am looking You're at looking an article at from uh, cheeseburger.com. No. Uh, well, writer not, tweets hilarious. Cheeseburger. Well, did we ruin your bit, Drew? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm sorry. I was I, like, I, I guess I only looked at it. I was just, no, it's fine. I think these are. I was say, I'm going to be honest. The reason I found out is because I went straight to Amazon. No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was doing the same thing and I couldn't find them. I can I keep like, reading them though. I think they're very, no, very yes, good. or yes, please do. It doesn't, it doesn't ruin it. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I think this person just wrote them and then just started tweeting them out. This was like two years ago though, almost to the date. Anyway, one Swedish made penis enlarger, said the man. Vanessa stared at Austin. Without Sweden, was his penis not large, she wondered. Without Sweden, was anyone's penis large? She'd have to do research. That's not mine, said Austin, nervous as a nun in a Jewish place. <laughs> one one credit card receipt for Sweden. <laughs> one credit card receipt for Swedish made penis enlarger, signed by Austin Powers, added the man. Credit cards had uh, been around for longer than Vanessa thought. Did the Swedes invent them? More research for her to do. I'm telling you, baby, that's not mine, said Austin. But Vanessa, like a nun in a Jewish place, didn't fall for the lies. <laughs> this is so good. Whoever did I want these, is these great. to be real because the internal thoughts are great to me. They were all like, tweeted out. Really adds to the movie by Keaton Patty. Um, at Keaton Patty on Twitter, who's verified. So I assume, I don't know who that is. Probably maybe a comedian because these are hilarious. Um, let's see. Oh God. I, I don't, I, I'll read the last one. I'm trying to read what, what the contexts are. Okay. This is actually a pretty good one. The room service attendant lifted the silver platter to reveal a shoe. This caused Austin's alarm. He had ordered the soup, not the shoe. Someone had shagged up in the kitchen, or so he thought, until he realized the room service attendant was none other than Random Task, Dr. Evil's bad boy. In the blink of a judo chop, Random Task threw the shoe at Austin Powers' head. Austin's head. Austin, Austin's randiness dropped to a dangerous level. That really hurt, said Austin. I'm going to have I'm going to have a lump there. You idiot. Who throws a shoe? Honestly, it was a rhetorical question since Austin already knew the answer. The answer was random task since he had just thrown a shoe at Austin. The shoe that should have been soup. like anti joke writing. Like, it's but like, it's perfect. Like, it really matches up with, with the tone of Austin Powers. So good. The last one. I'll just read it. Just Austin. This is my twin sister. Her name. Fook you, said the lady, turning and showing her sister's backpack that had her name on it, like all backpacks do. My name, Fook me, she added, spinning around, showing her backpack also had her name on it, since all backpacks have the wearer's name on them. That's just how it is. Tw 
Twins, said Austin, hyperventilating due to the fact that both names sounded dirty when you think about them for a few hours. He then pretended to spritz his glasses with liquid and wipe them off as if they were windshields, obscured by the horniness. This was a common spy trick. NC. <laughs> this was a common spy trick. Mm-hmm. So I guess not real books, but um, boy, they had me. But uh, too good not to share, even if real or not. So um, thanks. Thanks for that. I, I, and plus, it's just another excuse for Nate you to play that favorite theme of yours by that one guy. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, isn't that Rashida Jones' dad? Yeah. Yes. Dude. Was it on the podcast or where that we went down a real journey on Quincy Jones and his his illustrious history? I think we did do it on here. I don't know if it made the final edit or not. I mean, it's too good not to have. I would assume it did. (laughs) There was just some like really wild stuff in there. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, uh, Tanner, can you ask Nate again, please, this week? Uh, You guys are still fighting. Um, <laughs> Nate, could you tell Drew what we do here? Uh, well, I'll tell you to tell Drew what we do here. Oh, okay. Um, so every week what we do is, uh, Tanner, of course, you, uh, Drew and myself, we get together and we take a strange and bizarre headline that was sent in to us by our listeners and we use that as an origin story for a superhero or supervillain. Now, last week we had the one, the only Carl Sorensen with us. Uh, and Tanner, what did we make with Carl and what, what does that mean we're making this week? Um, so Drew, Nate said that, (laughs) and then we have like a little, like a harp, like, and that's what Nate said. And then that's how babies are made. (laughs) Got really off subject there. Yeah. (laughs) So last week with Carl, we made a hero and my handwriting is really bad guys. Um, oh, Paul Bunyan's. The oh, footprint yeah. was his hero name. He was a private eye that could take the feet of anyone and do right. stuff with it. It was good, probably. It was something. Um, so that means this week we're making a villain. And I've already picked an article at random, and that one is number 16 for you guys. And that headline is Boy 12 remains totally calm despite the massive bear creeping up behind him. Oh, wow. Did he live? There's a video that autoplay. Uh, oh, there is a video that autoplays. Wish, wish you wouldn't do that. BBC. I'm sorry. Huffington Post. What year was this? Oh, it wasn't that long this ago. Year? I actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this. Don't turn your back to them, says whoever's on the camera. And then he immediately does it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a that's a big bear. It's not small. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd guess that's a full a full grown bear. It's not yeah, a baby. I'm betting he's at least sure. 20 pounds. I mean, at least. Uh, it looks to be one, two. Yeah, four paws on that one. Front and back. That's the worst kind. Like, if there was a three pod bear, at least you feel like you maybe had a chance. Damn, that's actually wild, though. That is crazy. Yeah. This kid is dressed like Spider-Man without, like. Yeah, I noticed that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go on a hike. Yeah, just no logo. Crazy. And I'm sorry, we're creating a villain. Uh, yes, we are doing a villain. Okay. I mean, the first thing I'm thinking of is um, 
some sort of bear whisperer. But I feel like we've we've done something adjacent to that. We can think a little outside the box here. Um, have either of you guys ever seen a bear outside of a in zoo? the wild? What name? Sorry, I said outside you... of a zoo. So we Tanner and I said the same thing. He said in the oh, wild. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, have you seen one in the wild, and have you seen one in the zoo? I've only ever seen one in the wild, and that was the same one that I think you're going to talk about, Drew. Probably. Well, maybe not. I guess you've yeah, never seen I, one in the, the in, in the zoo. I saw one in the zoo, but you talked about it in the wild. Oh, yeah, but you, okay. <laughs> I said both. So the way you worded it, Nate, though, you said, I've only ever seen one in the wild. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, I, what zoos are you going to? I know. <laughs> I know. never been to a zoo. I know Libby loves zoos. <laughs> yeah. No, we go, we go to the zoo. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. We can talk about that. Yeah. That, well, that was just we went to go visit a friend of ours who at the time was living in Knoxville. So we went to the Smoky Mountains. Um, and as we were driving around, I think we happened to see, uh, was, was it a full bear and a baby cub drew? I think the baby, two babies were there and then the, the, the big bear was there as well. Uh, and there was like a ranger like parked and like telling cars to like move to the other side of the road. So they were right there. I think I literally said, if I don't see a real bear, this trip is a bust. And then, like on our way out, I think we not saw not not the drive up to hike the Smoky Mountains. I meant the whole trip to Knoxville. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. I literally screamed because all I wanted to do was see a bear, and I didn't think it would actually happen, but um, it happened. And my brothers, um, Tanner. No, I've never seen a bear in the wild. Uh, I don't think so, at least. Did you ever do that thing where you accidentally fall into a bear pen and then like the bear gets really like bonds with you and like protects you? Yeah, I've done that, but that was in the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, not as exciting as your guys' story. No, I remember hearing about that. What's your favorite kind of bear? Uh, The sun bear. Damn it. Was that your answer? Literally was going to say the sun bear. (laughs) Suck it. Because it looks cool and it strikes me as the laziest bear. It does look cool. It's got a little Batman symbol on the on the I chest. Look up a sun bear. You've never seen a sun bear? They're like literally oh. like they not aggressive, I'm pretty sure, and they just like <laughs> they kind of like just a, sit there. They look like a very fat dog in some of these I know. Pictures. Look at them. Look at how they don't have necks. It's just kind of head to it's shoulders. That, it's that 90 day they're, fiance they're like, guy. Yeah. I was just say that. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Slowly, after the past like three years together, we just slowly are melding into the same person. That's happened multiple times. Yeah, it's it's always funny. Big long tongue. I think they they're. I think they yeah, like they literally just tongue. live off of honey. So it's like it's great. They're like uh, I think they can be found somewhere in Asia. What like are these things? Thought. I think it's black bears. Are those the ones that like climb trees a lot? Yeah, yeah. I like. There's one at the Omaha Zoo that I like because the when they're feeding it, they'll throw an apple to it and they'll catch it while on the top of the tree. Notoriously skittish, I think. In the wild, they're kind of they just they they'll run. So they're lovable. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. I mean, there's polar and there's brown and there's grizzly. That's that's your big bears right there. Uh, it's all of them. Do you say I think panda? this one, this one is. Oh, uh, does the panda count? Aren't they technically not? Or technically the not. Or is it koala that technically? They're like is, closer, 
closer to the raccoon than they are the well it's family is in ursa day which i think is ursa which is like you're right yeah it is it is a member of the yeah i think koala bear is the one that is like called a bear and it's um yeah i forgot about the yeah we do not accept koala bear pandas are apparently also just like weirdly idiots and like yeah they don't know how to like pork yeah you have to they have you have to tell like come on fuck already and like (laughs) i do i do need to say that i was not crazy so for many decades uh the precise taxonomy taxon taxonomic i don't fucking classification of the giant panda was under debate because it shares characteristics with both bears and raccoons however my luckier studies indicate that they are a bear so but for a while we weren't sure so i wasn't crazy about the raccoon thing hmm yeah, uh, sun bear. Nate, what's your favorite bear? Did you? Did you um, say? I feel like I feel like I'm just I'm a nice brown bear. Is that is that like is that the same as a grizzly? No, <laughs> no, they're different. I think they. I mean, bes- I, like I think a nice there's... brown bear. They they're like the ones that kind of look. They kind of look. They have a good look to them. They just live really fuzzy. They don't look quite as aggressive as a grizzly bear, even though I know that they would be aggressive. I think generally they are the second biggest. What's the biggest? I think the polar, polar bear literally is the yeah, biggest right. bear. Also, I missed an opportunity to say the Chicago bears were my favorite bears. Duh. Uh, oh, my other favorite bear is Kuma from Tekken 3. Yeah, that's a good one. I was going to say yeah. Smokey, too. It's a good one. No, no, it's uh, a bad one. Yeah. Just look at the world we live in. <laughs> huh. All right. Um, I'm looking at this one, and I, it strikes me as a grizzly or brown bear of some kind i can't i don't have the image anymore the it, it went on to another video i mean you can refresh the phase page. To, where where's it returning to i do think that the grizzly bear and the brown bear are different because they have different like latin names yeah this I one think the, I, I think the probably, grizzly bear is maybe like an offshoot also known as the north american brown bear okay this one looks like close to like a grizzly bear because I feel like the brown bear is a little more brown than this one looks kind of gray. I don't know. I'm not a bear expert. I don't. I guess maybe if it's a villain, it could be like a a hit bear. Oh, <laughs> like a someone who's paid uh, like a hitman, but a bear. Yeah, and like you shave off the back of its head. It's got that barcode. <laughs> So did he just do a spectacularly bad job at this particular hit or what? Um, What we don't see is after the video ends, of course, is that it actually gets its hit. And that is actually the bear shoots him. (laughs) (laughs) The camera goes and looks at the kid and then goes back to the bear and the bear is holding a a suitcase and is hucking it out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, You guys got any other ideas? no or i was i kind of had a thought that this kid like had some connection with the bears like maybe from some childhood related to like a special teddy bear or something oh is it like his his uh teddy bear came to life but then it kept growing or i mean yeah that that's one yeah i was (laughs) what if as a kid he, he like I don't know, like decided as a kid, he was too old for teddy bears. So he like left it out in the woods um, oh. to be free. 
and then um, it actually grew into this giant bear, and this bear is going for now, revenge. Now, why did he do that? Do we want to explore that now? Or um, He left it in the middle of a uh, fairy circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. That all makes sense to me. Uh, uh, like the mythical creature fairy. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, I, like, you know, the boats that transport you across, like, with vehicles on them sometimes. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what that has to do with it at all, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> you know how they get into circles? <laughs> uh, no, like, uh, it's. I think that's what they're called when it's, like, weirdly mushrooms sprout up in a perfect yep. circle. It's technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, a little spore in the middle that all of its yeah. roots go out in a circle. And yeah. they all pop up. So that's why people thought they were, like, magic or some shit. Yeah. But uh, in this case, it is actually magic. And maybe this bear, it comes alive, grows big. It's kind of like when you flush a goldfish and then, like, you see it again. It's just huge out in the wild. Um, and this one maybe didn't interpret that. It, 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 the, the bear interpreted that the kid just left him. And maybe then that bear grew up to be a hit bear. Now, um, are we allowed to talk about Toy Story 3? <laughs> <laughs> you talking? You want to bring Lotso into this? Is that what his name was? The, yeah. the big bear from yes. Toy Story Three, who has a very similar background. Does yeah, he? I wasn't even thinking about so that. You're, but you're, for not sure that you're he does. not. Yeah, not that you took it from there, but like, so you're just kind of pitching an idea of like a what if Lotso, but he was grew into a real bear and was still mm-hmm. just as bitter and angry. Who and, who voiced Lotso? I genuinely um, can't it was it's John, uh, John Goodman. John Hamm. No, I don't think it was. Was it Goodman? Oh, oh, was it? I thought I don't know. Now that now you're Ned Be- Ned Beatty is his name. Oh, uh, who is that? I really I could know? I could hear Ned it Beatty. As, uh, if you see a picture of Ned Beatty, you would definitely recognize him. I could definitely tell why you would think it would be John Goodman for sure. He's kind of he's got that kind of same. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. He was he was in Toy Story Deliverance. He was in Rudy. Superman. Oh, he He's like shooter. a good. Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg. Now I know who that is. Yeah. He's like a well-known character actor. He's like all the time, like in TV series and whatnot. Yeah. There's a picture of him with John Goodman on the set of Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking that he was in Roseanne. He played Ed Connor. So there you go, Nate. So that's why Nate, that obviously that's Cause, yeah, why. Because he watched so much Roseanne. Was. I'm a big Roseanne nut. You're a, a Zan, I think is what the fans are called. <laughs> so we, so I, I, I mean, I like this idea. What, what, so the bear grows up very mm-hmm. bitter. It gets, get, does it keep getting bigger or what is it? How does it become a super villain? Um, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just that bitterness within him just kind of festers and just, grows within and that's what leads to the wickedness well we know but then how does he become super what does he what does he do that a normal bear doesn't he starts can we do like a maybe there's a rocky like uh, montage just training in the woods (laughs) so like rocky four yeah i guess yeah they don't i thought every rocky had to have a montage but i guess not well like the the forest part is closest to rocky four when he's in the mountains in russia Okay, yeah, so like Rocky IV. When Hearts on Fire is playing. Yeah. It's probably the best training montage in history. He's got like, he's on his back lifting up a branch, and on each end there's like a big honeycomb. honeycomb. A a rabbit sitting on both sides. 
<laughs> Friends of the forest. And then eventually it's like bigger animals are on the end, like as he's as as it progresses. Moose in the end. Yeah. Um, just yeah, wants to be I guess I mean that's kind of cute and adorable though, but we can't emphasize enough how evil this bear is. So he he's getting ripped and he's clearly smart. He's smart. And yeah, I mean that's the fairy the, the fairy circle, the fairy magic. And the, oh, and so then he becomes a hitman. Yeah, and then he becomes hitman, yeah. A hit bear. Oh, that's a good idea. Like the there's a what is it in the Hitman series? Agent something, whatever his name is, Agent Forty. I don't have a Agent Forty Seven. They're like Agent, yeah, Agent Forty Seven. So that's his name. Um, he um, maybe there's a botched mission and there's a Agent Forty Seven guy who like needs to run into the woods and escape and the bear like saves him and then this guy takes him on under his wing. Could like be. That. So is is it the bear saves him or or he saves the bear like because it got this stepped in a bear trap on accident or something maybe it's both it's it's one of those classic things where he's like uh saves the bear and then the bear helps him later on so it's like good that, okay good yeah, yeah yeah and then he sees like this isn't your normal bear because the bear can talk and hold a gun <laughs> and hold a gun and maybe that's how the bear saves him in the end there's like a big confrontation in the middle of like a a, a field the agent loses his gun and his hit like is about to kill him. And the bear just picks up the gun and shoots him <laughs> because the bear isn't formidable enough. already. <laughs> <laughs> no, what if, what if a grizzly bear, but scary, <laughs> what do we, what would that even look like? We need to zhuzz it up a little bit. <laughs> Give it a gun. Um, kind of what, what a bear use. What kind of? Oh, that's a good. Um, it probably probably. Hmm. hmm. It's got those shorter arms. Is there no like. gun that has like a bear name to it? I feel like that. I was just thinking. I mean, my gun exist. knowledge is very bad. We're um, we're all super into guns. All three of us with bear name. We both own. Uh, maybe okay. So we've guns. talked about cod, and there's the Bruin, the the Baron. <laughs> um. Weirdly, all these articles are about uh, how to kill a bear with a gun and not what gun a bear would use. The question we all have. <laughs> I mean, it's got. OK, here's the thing about the bear is he needs special guns, guns big enough that either don't have that little ring around the trigger or the, the ring is big enough for his big old bear fingers to get in there. That's true. That's a problem. Otherwise. But I mean, if he does have big claws, though, the claw can get in there. Maybe that's not a problem. God, a bear is really the most efficient killing machine can hold guns very well nature's perfect killing machine unless it's in water then that's a shark um so i guess the the bruin gun is named after a bear from this article i found so i think he's oh, seriously oh all right yeah he would use a bruin everyone was very but, concerned about it so now yeah we have that settled cool thank you thank you tanner that's what i'm here for so then after that happens agent 48 because we can't do agent 47s Right, that would be dumb. Yeah, so no. takes him takes him in and like trains him. Yeah, like be... he tell, he basically says to the bear like, "Hey, you know, there's another way. You can have a better life if you you know stick with me." Yeah, and then ob- obviously this agent is a part of like some organization. Mm-hmm. Joins the organization, top agent. Probably we got to destroy the, the 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 agency, and the bear is the last one alive. So he's like goes just full crazy 
Yeah, he finally found a, n- a new family, and even that was taken yeah. away from him. And maybe the guy who trained him like dies in his arms. His paws, his bare paws. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> He's dies. wearing like a little hat. It's so cute. It's cute and dying in his hands, and there's blood all over his paws. But it's kind of like when he had honey on him and sticky. It was cute. So then does it cut to like one of those like badass scenes towards the end of a movie where like he's all loaded up with like guns and grenades and shit and just like marches into the headquarters taking him out. Yeah, whoever whoever took out this agency, he's he's gunning for them. So I, w- I wouldn't want to be them right now. No. Like uh uh in Dark Knight when they say I wouldn't want to be whoever he's looking for and he <laughs> gets Falcone in the strip club. Is that where it is? Uh who is it? Oh. Batman? I'm not, not familiar. But. In the Dark Knight when he... When oh. they think Gordon's dead. Oh. And they're using the bat signal and they're like, he's not coming here. He's not. He doesn't want to talk to us. And they said, God help whoever he does. Oh, that's... Yeah. And they cut the you. scene where he's like whooping all those people's ass in that club to get to the, the gangster guy. Right, 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 right. Have you even seen the Dark Knight, Drew? Uh, many times, but honestly, that scene is so insignificant compared to every other scene in that movie. That's how you know I'm a real fan. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, at any point, is he? What? What? How would we explain this scene that is this child that that the the, the camera caught? That was the kid who gave him away. Yeah, but like, is this p- before becoming a hitman? Is this after? Hmm. Is this maybe him coming to terms that the kid isn't worth his blood rage and like moving off? Because apparently the kid's fine. So like maybe that that could be his turning point from a, a hero or a villain to a, like an anti-hero kind of thing. Okay. Okay. It gives him a brighter future. He's um, and maybe his his motivation is to kill all of these hitman agencies. A hitman for the hitman. Who hits the hitman? Uh-huh. Whoever, whoever hit his hitman is going to get hit. I mean, no one would there, like... There's the hit- movie poster tagline. <laughs> Here's the thing about hitmen. They um, they thought they had it all figured out. They thought nothing's going to come for us. A hitman? I'm a hitman. That can't work. That won't work. They didn't count on a bear, though. Uh, I mean, exactly. Who, who could plan for it? What they didn't realize is nothing in the, the rule of being a hitman <laughs> says you can't be a bear. So. It's nothing in the rule book. Nothing in there. Do you think they changed the rules in that like high school league in Airbud after that game? <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, clearly there were sequels where he was allowed to play other sports. So either the message didn't get around or they just didn't want to bother. <laughs> they keep being like, I'm telling you guys, you need to change your rules. This dog is going to show up and people are like, you're crazy. And then there comes Airbud just hitting a fucking home run. <laughs> the system is broken. <laughs> There was actually a mass exodus of uh, athletes after that movie. Because golden the retrievers dogs. were just taking over the every position. Yeah. And then they like they wrote the rule, but then they realized it was only for golden retrievers. And then like the border collies were getting in the mix. They couldn't. They had to really amend a few amendments. Had and then there were protesters like arguing that you need to let the dogs play and it's not right. It was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. 90s were a wild time. Yeah, uh, frankly, I'm pro dogs in the NFL, NBA. <laughs> Why not MLB? I mean, I'm for soccer. Pretty sure that already happens. Volleyball, yeah. How? Wait, are you saying that <sighs> you're pretty sure there's already dogs in soccer? 
I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> you seen Pele? That's you can't tell me that's not a dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, uh, allow me briefly to read for you the five sports that Airbud plays over the course of his career. And I want you to tell me which one you think is the most preposterous. And I'm not saying there's one right answer here. I'm genuinely curious. Uh, I have my own answer. Uh, so mm. Airbud, uh, he plays basketball. Airbud, golden receiver, plays football, American football. Uh, they specify here. Uh, Airbud, world pup, uh, he plays soccer. Airbud seventh inning fetch. That's of course a baseball player. He becomes a star player, not just participates, star player. Uh, and Airbud spikes back, but he tackles volleyball. Which of those do you think is the most preposterous? Um, I can. Can we all three say ours yeah, at the sure. same time? The sport, yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Baseball. baseball. Yeah. Okay. How does how do they not strike his ass out every single how time? How does he swing it? How does he swing? Does he get walked every time because his strike box is so? I mean, small? you can it have shows a... him holding an aluminum bat in his mouth. But oh, like, God. maybe he's, he he's not. He just bunts. Maybe maybe he bunts every time, and he's so fucking fast. Maybe he's a designated runner. That's a thing, right? If someone's hurt. Yeah, but I mean, he'd only come in. You can only come in like once. You can't just keep getting put on the plates yeah but they they wrote that rule with humans in mind tanner <laughs> no person can come up. <laughs> man the 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 plot for the fourth not even the last airbud movie gets a little wild at the end um really an airbud movie gets wild but like just as the season is settling in, a terrible discovery is made. Buddy's puppies, apparently he has puppies, uh, have mysteriously started disappearing with the help of the of the kidnapper's little helper, Rocky Raccoon. It turns out the kidnappers were researchers who were dognapping the puppies because they thought they had a special gene that would enable them to play sports. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sports gene. Oh, and Buddy must find them and make it to the major leagues as he goes to bat for the Anaheim Angels. What? <laughs> he goes pro? Does the Anaheim Angels just have the market on using their team for like movies? <laughs> for movies, I guess. I guess the major leagues, it was the Cleveland. Did they change their name? Those Cleveland Indians. But have they changed it since? Oh, they have not now. Oh, They're still wow. going with Jesus the... Cleveland. Yeah. Yikes. Um Anyway, uh, but no, I can understand Airbud schooling some fucking little leaguers, but to make it to the MLB, I put my foot down. Whatever company makes these movies, I cannot suspend my disbelief. Wasn't there a um, um, I've only seen one Airbud movie, and it was the first one. Um, wasn't you there like a brother. clown subplot? Like his old owner was a clown, alcoholic clown, alcoholic please. clown. Yeah, sorry. So I, yeah, I don't like, I don't like clowns. They suck. So I really didn't like that movie that much because of that clown. <laughs> Disney makes the Airbud movie. Wait, are they on Disney Plus? Fuck yes. Hold it gotta on. Be. Oh man, we gotta add Airbud. Why didn't they, okay? Yeah, they got to the list. Yeah, they've got Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, National Geographic. Where's Airbud? In that list, yeah. Why aren't they announcing like four Airbud sequels? I, I want that now. These goddamn avatars. I've got sequels. bad news. I don't think Airbud's in uh, Disney Plus. This is un- I <sighs> why? Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <sighs> Probably tied up somewhere else. Don't worry. They'll they'll get there eventually. I'm I'm counting on so. it. Yeah. Boy, we went off on Airbud. 
It was worth it, though. I think. I'd say so. Yeah. I, a gene that would let dogs play. <laughs> I mean, I can't really argue with their logic. This dog should not be able to do these things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what? That's true, Tanner. That's very true. Is, are we led to be believe that it is the same golden retriever every time? Yeah, over the course of like two decades. Yeah, it's always his kid Josh and his his dog Buddy. Oh, was it played by the same actor? The the um kid. Uh, it might be because I know Airbud is not. It's a different dog at points. Yeah, the the fifth one was the first one where he did not show up. Crazy. Yeah. He so frozen as I guess these movies were made within the span of six years. the The core series. We don't even get into the the spinoffs. There's Air Buddies. Yeah. What so here's what that? happens. I think that Airbud came out in '97. The last one, the fifth one, Airbud Spikes Back, 2003. So that was six years. Reasonable okay. time for a golden retriever. And then it's in 2006, all these sports. 2006, and then like every couple of years since, they've had the Air Buddies and like a different one. So it's like, yeah, we can't have Bud doing all these. We got to pass the torch on to uh, some offspring. Apparently they did. Buddy and Molly's offspring. Who's Molly? I guess a uh, dog that Bud met along the way. Buddy met along the way. Met out while on uh, on a road trip with the Anaheim Angels. <laughs> I'll I'll look and see if he um, met Molly in the last one. Doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the the, the uh, Airbudopedia is not very surprisingly. Thorough. Oh, do you think Airbud <laughs> Wikipedia? That's another thing I fucking love about the internet is just diving down. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's an Airbud wiki. Okay, anyway, that was Headline Heroes. We gotta go by. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> I'll dig into this at some point. Yes. Just bookmark that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, so the bear wins the big game by dunking from the free throw line, I think. Yeah, that saying. happens in there. That's part of the montage. <laughs> and goes on a, on a date with the popular girl from high school right after it or something yeah it's called teen bear um oh my god i hate the world what the qdoba stop there's an ad on the i'm sorry oh. i'm back on the airbud wiki there was an ad on the side that said quesadillas <laughs> anyway this episode is brought to you by <laughs> qdoba, qdoba. Yeah, awkward timing, Drew. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Outfit or comic book cover? I guess. Uh, comic. I think we do. What do we do first? Doesn't much matter. Outfit. Yeah. Costume. It's a. I mean, it's a suit, right? The suit with like a red tie. Is he? He has like leather gloves. I think that's what the hitman has. Is he shaved? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think we can do that. <laughs> it's kind of gross. In an effort to like blend in, he shaved himself but ended up looking way weirder. <laughs> no, he's not shaved. But the barcode the barcode is there underneath all yes. that fur. Oh no, this can't this can't be real, can it? What? No. What? Uh, search bear without hair. Oh no! Oh, I've seen uh, I'll, kind of look I'll like open a up a new tab to keep the Airbud wiki. Oh my god! Uh, okay, these are real pictures. 
Yeah, I've seen this before. Bear without hair. It's, okay, yeah, I've definitely it, seen this. Yeah, it, that's crazy to me. I'm like, this is damn I'm freaking out are right we, now. This gremlin. Are we looking at that bear's butt though? Look at that dump truck. <laughs> Look at that. That's not just cake. That's the whole bakery. <laughs> beautiful yeah they're um kind of wrinkly is this a is this a black bear yeah it is weird all right back to the <laughs> airbud wiki okay okay last thing from the airbud wiki for me but hilariously the the entry for buddy on the wikipedia page uh the the airbud wiki <laughs> With the, probably one of the most important pages, don't you think? Well, they have uh, a history section. They have the Airbud film filled out. Uh, neglected to do the Golden Receiver World Pup, but somebody came in and decided, yeah, we need to fill in seventh inning fetch, though. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I have bad news. The the first, the dog who played Buddy in the first film died literally the next year. <laughs> wow. So it was never the same dog. Yeah, don't know who play- they they do not say who played him in any of the other movies. So what the fuck he played affiliations, the Fernfield Timberwolves. But like, what about all those other teams he played on? Yeah. All right. So what all were right. we saying? <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, we got the the outfit down. So what's the uh? cover look like wait we, oh yeah we did have that outfit down we actually did i thought we had, had gotten off subject but we did that after this outfit mm-hmm. i mean what's the hitman cover look like i mean it's just kind of a. am trying to think of like a famous thing from is it is it is it him like chucking a briefcase at somebody from behind <laughs> throwing it overhead and it's like a homing briefcase I mean, there's some pretty, like, iconic Hitman covers. Like, I think of this one. Him, like, just standing there with a briefcase in one hand and a big, like, silence pistol in the other hand. Mm-hmm. Just glaring at the camera. She could be holding a pot of honey instead of a suitcase. You're right. Or, or it is still a briefcase, but, like, oozing out of it. It's yes, okay, that, that's better. I like that. <laughs> um, and still using that gun, of course. Okay. Um, then uh, name. I mean, Hit hit Bear. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's probably the one that it leads itself to, huh? That or, like, and maybe he could also have, like, an agent, um, agent something name. Agent Ursa, maybe? Bear. Ooh, Agent, agent, agent Ursa. Ursa. Agent Ursa is good by itself, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that's it. Good job, Nate. Hey, thanks. All right. Um, well, cool. That's that's it. Anything else to cover with this this lovable bear? Looks so cute. Uh, I don't think so. And obviously, of course, the suits have to be custom fit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean. Comes, comes with the He's the same tailor as Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, they're big. Big. Um, okay. Uh, 
then I think we are done here. Tanner, can you please play us out? Yes. Uh, this is going to conclude issue number 160 of Headline Heroes. This week we created the villain Agent Ursa. Uh, at this time, as always, we'd like to thank Brett Jacobson for creating the art for our show. Brett uh, once spent six weeks in the woods living among bears, so he's probably going to be incredibly offended by everything we said this episode. Is he, is he still out there? Like Six, uh, six yeah, weeks is just the latest total. Okay. Okay. Also, speaking of Brett and the art for our show, um, we have recently decided that we are going to make available um, shirts, I think, Mm -hmm. and maybe other things. I don't know for sure. Uh, Um, With with that uh, logo, with our our art on it. Yeah, we're doing it through TeePublic, as um, many people do. Figured it might as well. Seems like a cool service. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so so we don't have it up right now. Yeah, but hopefully by the time this is out, it may be. Oh, I, I think We're not so. Sure. We're just kind of waiting on Brett to get us a converted file. It's it's technical, you know. You know. Yeah, whole plus, like he's tech stuff that he's, we all he can't understand. get to his Wi-Fi out in the woods, so like it's hard. Uh, we should also probably thank Carl Sorensen. Carl, of course, does the music for our podcast and helps with all the post production of the audio. Um, if you're interested in working with him on any sort of musical project, such as I don't know, Drew, what, what's what's the kind of musical project that somebody could reach out to Carl for? <laughs> Well, I mean, besides the obvious like podcasting, which is the only thing we ask him for. Um, what if you okay? Your uh, college is started back up, and maybe you're on campus, maybe you aren't. I don't know. Maybe you need a new doorbell for your college dorm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he could he could whip you up a nice uh, doorbell theme. Oh yeah, he'd be every great time, at that. Uh, yeah, every time someone's like, it could be like, "Welcome, Drew's dorm." <laughs> I mean, but he, you know, he'd do it like a million times better than Yeah, us, way cause. better than what I, my shitty thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're interested in, in perhaps, like Drew said, a uh, new doorbell tone for your college dorm, uh, re- you can reach out to him at carljsorensen.com. Uh, and as always, of course, we are part of the Podfix Network, a collection of great podcasts that if you like our podcast, you'll probably like some of those, too. Uh, if you're interested in learning about what all those shows are and, and maybe perhaps uh, checking out uh, their social media, you can go to podfixnetwork.com. There you'll find links to the Facebook, Twitter, and all of the shows that are on the network. If you come across any articles, I uh, think they're wacky, send them our way. Uh, we'd love to have them. Uh, you can send them to our email, headlineheroescast at gmail.com, our Twitter at headline underscore heroes. We do have a subreddit, r headline heroes, and of course, our Facebook group, Headline Heroes. Uh, if you want to call in, leave a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. We did recently get a email saying <laughs> our um, phone number is so out of use that it might get deleted. So please call in. Uh, we don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so please call in. We'd love to hear from you. We'll play it on the show. Um, it's fun. Uh, if whatever you're listening to us on, be it iTunes, Google play or any other podcast app, if you could give us a rating, give us a review, that'd be great. Um, hit that subscribe button, tell a friend about us. And finally, thank you for listening. We hope you'll pick up the next issue of headline heroes. 